0: We're glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. See, Job blamed God for it. The Lord hath given and the Lord hath taken away. No, it wasn't the Lord that took it away. <laughs> it was the devil that took it away. And then Job finally said, I have uttered things that I did not understand. He finally got his head screwed on straight, so to speak. And it's time we did too, thank God. Well, go with me to Isaiah, the fifth chapter, verse 20. Woe unto them that call evil good and good evil, and put darkness for light and light for darkness, and put bitter for sweet and sweet for bitter. Woe unto them that are wise in their own eyes and prudent in their own sight. This is a warning to people that preach doctrines of devils. Now, I don't know any nicer way to say it, folks. That's what it is. When you say that sickness is from God, that's a doctrine of devils. When you say that healing comes from the devil, that's a doctrine of devils. Now, I can understand that if Satan was oppressing someone, and he just all of a sudden decided to leave, that that person might be well. But the devil didn't heal anybody. And that doesn't do away with the fact that the Antichrist will do supposedly miracles, but they really won't be real miracles. You understand what I'm saying? It's time that we begin to understand what God is saying. Oh unto them that call evil good and good evil, that put darkness for light and light for darkness. If God is light and in him is no darkness at all, then we should never attribute anything of darkness to God. I'm talking about spiritual darkness now, darkness of heart and so on. In the scriptures, even in the Old Testament, you'll find where it says that God hardened the hearts of individuals. Or even in the New Testament, we find that concerning Pharaoh. It says God hardened Pharaoh's heart. Well, how did he do it? I mean, if God did it and Pharaoh didn't have any choice in the matter, then God perpetrated evil, didn't he? But that's not how it happened. Here's how it happened. God said, if you don't let my people go... Punishment is coming upon this land, and judgment's coming on you. And when all of these frogs and flies and lice and everything come, it just made Pharaoh that much more stubborn. Now, what made him stubborn? God? No. The things that God did. You see, so it was the fact that Pharaoh's heart was in a wrong condition. It was the things that God allowed to come to try to get Pharaoh to change. It caused him to harden his heart. And you see, Dr. Robert Young said even some places in the New Testament it's attributed to God what God allowed to happen. And Romans 9 is one of them. No doubt about it. It was the fact that Pharaoh was stubborn and rebellious and that's as a sin of witchcraft. That's the reason that his heart was hardened. And there's people will teach that God did this and then you ought not question God about these matters because he'll just make one evil and one good. Well now, if God is making people evil, then we've got a Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde on our hands. God's not schizophrenic. Thank you, <laughs> Aren't you glad of that? Isn't that good news? No, there is no variable neither shadow of turning from that which is good and perfect. But you see, we must have an understanding of it because there's some valid questions here. You see, And if we can understand that, it will open your understanding to a lot of other things in the Bible. For instance, Romans 8, 28, you hear people quote it. Well, you know what the Bible says, all things work together for good. So then this guy had a car wreck, broke both legs, broke his back, fractured his skull. Well, the Lord knows best. Phuoy, the doctrine of devils. Now just stay with me, it'll turn out all right. (laughs) Paul himself didn't believe that, and he's the one that wrote it. See, you take that scripture out of context, and you've got a false truth. You know what a false truth is? It's truth that's in the Bible, but it's not true when you take it out of context. It's false. Paul said, when you know not what to pray for as you ought, then the Holy Spirit maketh intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. In other words, the Holy Spirit prays through your spirit in the perfect will of God, and then we know that all things work together for good. What things? Things we prayed about in the Spirit. Those things work together for good. From that time forward, it starts working together for good. It didn't say that everything that happened after that worked together for good, but it says they work together for good. So the car wreck and the broken legs wasn't working together for good. It's the devil trying to kill, steal, and destroy. But God will come on the scene and work some good out of any situation that the devil gets you in if you'll believe him for it. Can you say amen? Now I said Paul himself didn't even believe that and he's the one that wrote it. He said to one of the churches, he said, I would have come to you once and again, but Satan hindered me. Why didn't he say, but you know what I said in Romans eight twenty eight: all things work together for good. He didn't believe all things worked together for good. Only about what you prayed about in the Spirit, see. He, he said, it would have come to you once and again, but Satan hindered me. Don't be bowled around in life by the circumstances that you face. Circumstances is not a good guide for you. Paul found that out. Now, let's go on to some other scriptures here. In Amos, the third chapter... It's page 991 in my Bible. (laughs) It's a little hard to find sometimes because it's not very big. There's something here that will add some light to what we're talking about, and it's another one of those, I'd call it a sacred cow scripture, that people try to use to perpetrate what they call a new doctrine upon people and to confuse them. And whether they do it purposely or just operating in the abundance of ignorance, I don't know. But in Amos 3, (laughs) let's start reading with verse 3. Can two walk together except they agree? Will a lion roar in the forest when he has no prey? Will a young lion cry out of his den if he hath taken nothing? Can a bird fall in a snare upon the earth when no gin is for him? In other words, evidently that's bait. Shall one take up a snare from the earth and there have taken nothing at all? Shall a trumpet blow in the city and the people not be afraid? Shall there be evil in the city and the Lord hath not done it? Now see, here's one of the Foundation scriptures of doctrines of devils. Well, now you see, they'll say here it says the Lord has done the evil. Well, now you see, if you took this out of context, it could be that there's punishment or judgment that could be referred to as evil. But the context of this, if you will study carefully the preceding scriptures and meditate it, it takes you a while to get this understanding in you. Shall a trumpet blow in the city, and the people not be afraid, or not run together? In other words, when there was an army coming, they'd blow a trumpet. I mean, you get ready for battle, man. Shall there be evil in the city, and the Lord hath not done it? Hath not done what? Blown the trumpet to warn you. That's what he's talking about. He's not talking about God did the evil. God is going to warn you when something's coming. And you see what he's saying? Surely the Lord God will do nothing, but he revealed his secret unto his servant, the prophets. The lion hath roared. Who will but fear? The Lord hath spoken. Who can but prophesy? Now that's exactly what he's saying. He said when there's evil coming, the Lord will blow the trumpet in the city and let you know about it. Get you ready for it. Hallelujah. That's good news, isn't it? The secret things belong to the Lord, but thank God He reveals them to us. Hallelujah. Blessed be God. Well, we go over to 1 Samuel, and we find here another scripture that they use. And there's several of these in the Bible. We're not dealing with all of them. 1 Samuel, the 16th chapter, in verse 14 But the spirit of the Lord departed from Saul, and an evil spirit from the Lord troubled him. An evil spirit from the Lord. Now here you see you have a direct conflict with all the other scriptures we've talked about. Now the only thing that I can think of that even resembles truth here in this matter is that conviction might have come from the Lord and troubled him. And because it brought great turmoil, it was translated as evil or judgment, see. Conviction comes upon an individual. Have you ever noticed that an individual that you're praying for, I mean a husband or a wife or somebody that you've been praying for, I mean you get to praying that they get saved and conviction that the Holy Ghost comes upon it, they get meaner than ever. I mean it looks like they become the devil himself nearly. Now, I don't know that that's even it, but I know that it was not an evil spirit that came from God. God has no evil spirits. Now, there's something wrong in the translation, or it's God allowed an evil spirit, and I choose to believe God allowed, he had to allow, because he had rebelled against God. Can you see that? Now, it makes a difference when you look at things in the light of the rest of the Bible. To just take any scripture by itself and try to create a doctrine is going to get you in error quick. And there's many people that'll just swallow that hook, line, and sinker and just say, well, you know, here's what the Bible said. Well, it's true, it's in the Bible, all right, but we have to have an understanding of it. What are you going to do with all the other scriptures? God is light in him, he has no darkness at all. God cannot be tempted of evil, neither tempteth he any man. And this evil spirit, so to speak, tried to get him to kill David. Now that ought to locate where the evil spirit came from. It didn't come from God. Came from the devil. Wasn't God at all. Can you say amen? God bless you. I do appreciate you joining us for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. Now, we're talking about, Does God Create Evil? And our offer this week is CD offer number 7249. Two CDs for $15 plus $4 postage and handling. Total of $19. Entitled, Scriptural Balance to Hard Saying. In this series, we give you scriptural illustrations of what we're dealing with here because there are some things that the Bible seems to say that it really doesn't say it all when you really study it out. Uh, For instance, we see in Isaiah 6.10, God tells Isaiah to go tell this people, hear ye indeed, but understand not, see ye indeed, but perceive not, make the heart of this people fat, make their ears heavy, shut their eyes, let's say should see with their eyes, hear with their ears, understand with their heart, and convert and be healed. Now it seems to say in the Old Testament there that God blinded their eyes so they could not see. But now scriptural balance to hard sayings will bring this out and give great light on it in Matthew 13:14 Jesus says and in them, talking about people that didn't have ears to hear, in them is fulfilled the prophecy of Isaiah, which said, By hearing you shall hear, and not understand, seeing you shall see, and not perceive. For this people's heart is wax gross, their ears are dull of hearing, and their eyes they have closed, lest at any time they should see with their eyes, hear with their ears, understand with their heart, and be converted, and I should heal them. Now notice, he said, If they'll be converted, and understand the word, I will heal them. But notice, Jesus said they closed their own eyes. Now, if you read Isaiah and take the Old Testament scripture for it, it seems like it says that God closed their eyes. No, God allowed their eyes to be closed, but they closed their own eyes. That's scriptural balance to a hard saying. Offer number 7249, two CDs for $15 plus $4 postage and handling, total of $19. We have a toll-free order line, 1-877-396-9400, 1-877-396-9400. Until tomorrow, this is Charles Capps reminding you that the enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and Jesus is coming soon. To order the product offered today, call 1-877-396-9400 or write Charles Capps, P.O. Box 69, England, Arkansas,